savage yearning within them, legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation, battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clayman what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems And the date is Wednesday, August the 3rd, if I'm correct by my astrological measurements. Is that how you say it? It's kind of funny. Sundial? I, I, I got a sundial going. I, Stu looks like he's back. I thought he was taken by the demon god Clem. <laughs> I'm back. Can you hear me? Hey, we you sound like you. shit, but... I know I haven't been introduced yet, but I'm here. Yeah, and maybe you should plug your microphone in, because I think you're going through your laptop. But uh, anyway, folks, live from uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada, inside my cave. It's like 99 degrees outside, but... All the central air comes down to the basement, and I'm like, I, I might need to go get a coat uh, during the show. Uh, I am DK. I do believe I hear Queens, New York calling. Yes, indeed you do, live from Queens, New York. This is Sir Big B, anxiously awaiting, uh, watching DK don a parka halfway through the show in the middle of August. You're going to see it. I guarantee it. I can't wait. And... And I know we heard from him a little bit before. That seemed like he was very, very, very far away, down a hallway somewhere. But I do believe I hear London calling. Yeah, being dragged away by Clem. Right. Oh, God. Does it sound funny? Stu, did you even have your microphone plugged in? (coughs) I don't know what's happening here. You sound like you're coming through your... Uh, and you realize we're being raided right now by podcasttrending.com. <laughs> like, uh, you think it would have taken a little bit of time to prepare yourself instead of going to the fucking bar. Did you... You changed rooms. What, what happened? I have. I'm in the sitting room. What the fuck is a sitting room? A sitting room. Only in fucking England do you yes. have a sitting room. Big B, I am. I my sitting room is the toilet. 
Well, that's everybody else's sitting room. Apparently not in London, though. So take us for a walk through your house, Stu. What exactly... Because I have a living room. We have bedrooms. We have bathrooms. We have the kitchen. Uh, you know, the rec room. Um, what other special rooms do you have? Do you have the killing room by any chance? Well, I do have a special room, but I can't really tell you about that one. It's sort of hidden away. It's, it's through a hidden door. It keeps smells in, uh, so certain officials don't get uh, don't uh, come knocking. That's it. Has my microphone changed yet? It probably hasn't, has it? No. no. You sound like shit. And if we get a bad rating, I'm fucking going to smear you for the rest of your life on Facebook and Twitter. (laughs) Well, I might come off for a minute and then just come off. You sound like you're in urine-stenched alley with a trench coat on. You know, ready to to expose yourself to some young girl. And that, that's no. usually his Sunday activity, just so you know. Yeah, that, that's something Stu does on, on, a, on a daily basis. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get business out of the way quick, guys, because we've got to go right to break on time. Okay. Because uh, we have a very special guest tonight, um, Steve Cooper from uh, Cooper Talk Radio out of mm-hmm. Burbank, California. Very funny guy, stand-up comedian, um, radio show host, actor, voice actor. Uh, is going to join us at 9.30, so we're going to have some fun. Um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, podcasttrending.com is apparently uh, rating us as we speak. So if Stu could find an alternate microphone, that would be fucking beautiful. That would be lovely. Uh, unworkedapparel.com, folks, are the people that make our T-shirts. If you're interested in one, let us know. Because we're about to make some bulk orders, and we're going to ship them from Canada, the United States, and the UK. So, let us know. I also noticed that uh, Stu had his uh, special uh, limited edition uh, Choo Choo Stu uh, coffee mug. And I'm still waiting on mine. Yeah, I I, I thought mine would come at least broken. Something, just with like the picture on it. Yeah, like even if I could put it in a jar or like a... Bunch of broken china. I'd be, I'd be happy. But that's still, he wants to keep it all for himself. You know, not enough, folks. We we we, we don't. And I want to say every, hi to everyone in the chat room as well. Um, thank you for joining us on YouTube and CaveCrewRadio.com every Wednesday night live nine p.m. Uh, also on the podcast radio network, eight p.m. on Saturdays is our replay. Hoping to be number one this month. Nice. There is a listener, Big B, uh, that we got to give a shout out to. And this... listener. Did I say Ann or uh? Oh, I said Ann. Oh, Ann. I don't. No, and can... listener. That's no. just something we we do over here. No, but Ann would be if you were speaking before a vowel. Right. I know. That's just something you do in New York. Yeah. Okay. I'll excuse you. Um. Anyhow, uh, Jason Martinez on Twitter listens to every episode and is constantly retreating us and saying, you know, hey, great, great show, great job. And I just wanted to say hi to Jason Martinez out there on Twitter. Hello there, Mr. Martinez. Yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. 
Hi, Jason. This hello, is Jason. Kuala. How you doing? What the fuck are you up to tonight? I would just like to say hi. Yeah. Give me a call sometime. Is that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lacroix? It's, it, this is Pierre Lacroix. Pierre Lacroix is with us tonight. Jason Martinez. <laughs> hello, Jason. Are you busy tonight? Do you, can you call me, please? <laughs> Oh, shit. So we can't waste any time tonight. I um, There's a few articles I, I caught that really got my eye. Um, where was I? I? I believe we promised the listeners last week. I know Florida, but there's not a lot going on in Florida. It's the usual shit. They're pooping their pants in Walmart. <laughs> They're on that, what is it, Flocka, yeah. whatever... Bath salts. Bath like, salts. Here, here's a story that your wife, Mrs. B, sent us. Uh-huh. Apparently, there's something going around in, in your great country. I wonder why with Trump and Hillary. By the way, did you see Trump? I love babies. Don't mind. Don't. What the fuck? Did, I have no idea. He's worse than that. Is that better? No, you 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 need a new microphone. <laughs> Push comes the shove. That piece of shit with the cave crew thing wrapped around it is not cutting it. <laughs> is it plugged in, Stu? Are you using your daughter's laptop again? He's shouting from across the pond, hoping we can hear him. I haven't done anything to change this. Well, maybe you should like pull your sitting room chair a little closer. <laughs> Talk directly into the microphone. And can you like get oh, some? Yeah. yeah, but can you get some styrofoam out of the garage and like pad the walls a little bit so we're not echoing so much? Well, is I'm there a setting? Is there a minutes. setting where you can have the microphone volume turned up a little bit? Yeah, we need the volume up, and 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 with the echo, don't you feel like you're in a Doctor Who episode? What the hell just happened? <laughs> Who knows? Stu fell down. Stu just passed out, fell on the floor. We got no video. <laughs> we may be having a, 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 a eulogy next week. <laughs> this is why you have to jump on the YouTube channel yes. to witness Stu falling down. And right now on, on his camera, it's complete blackness. Yes. He looked like he was in a very stable chair, <laughs> but he just fell the camera and everything is we have lost choo choo stew so for all you choo choo stew fans out there stay tuned we don't we don't know his current state if if he's conscious or not i we have no idea all we have right now i'll put it up there for you we have a <laughs> uh, a black screen <laughs> this is currently the uh, broadcast from london england we may be in the middle of a a, 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 a terrorist um in the middle of a terrorist thing. <laughs> I've also lost my video. See, everything's going crazy today. It's 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 definitely now we are under attack by by uh, uh, Jason Stellhorn is <laughs> taking over Cave Crew Radio. By the way, it's seventy two and sunny in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> You want to make fun of me, fuckers? I got you. Good. I don't think he'd ever say that word, though. Well, he—I mean, he does now that you know he's—he's he's shown his evil side and has taken over all the cameras 
Apparently, except mine. No, I've got my camera back. Okay, I'm... I'm and now you're oh, echoing but, like a Of course, because my microphone. Oh, what a great night to be uh, reviewed. <laughs> I've lost all my stories that I had up. Hang on a minute. I have the one that uh, Mrs. Was B brought that... up. Uh, my wife, Mrs. B. Uh, it's called uh, After School Satan. Yes, I'm. I'm sure my kid is so looking forward to this. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll read the story while you reboot and try to. No, no, I'm not rebooting. Oops. My my Google just magically closed. Like, I I don't know if Stu's been attacked by ISIS or what. <laughs> he is now. There's not even a black screen now. He's just gone. He is absolutely just gone. Uh, and you know what? It's Satan. Satan has come to uh, uh, London, England, and taken over Stu's soul. Uh, The article reads, For many children, elementary school is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to try out new hobbies, whether it's sports, art, or, of course, Satanism. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was my first. Actually, I was into that because I was a heavy metal guy. Uh, Well, I, I am a heavy metal guy, and, you know, it was never a thing. At some point, you must have had a copy of the Satanic Bible, uh, I personally didn't, but I know people that had, and I read it. Yeah, I read it too. I mean, I, I ended up throwing it away because I was having like bad karma. But um, yeah, I remember when that was a huge thing when I was uh, uh, like in my late teens or whatever. Oh, dude, he's got the Satanic Bible. Let's go check it out. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, the Satanic <laughs> Temple. Uh, uh, you were probably front row at the Blair Witch Project too, weren't you? What'd you say? I say you were probably front row at the Blair Witch Project. I hated that fucking movie. <laughs> that fucking movie sucked a dick. Holy shit. Anyway, um, carry on. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, the Satanic Temple, uh, a humanist and social justice organization. Of course they are. Uh, which incorporates satanic imagery in its mission, made waves this weekend when, a gr- when the group announced their plan to roll out after-school clubs in elementary schools all across the United States. While the Satanic Temple already has clubs in several schools, uh, they're seeking to open chapters in schools with Good News Clubs, which is a religious, uh, you know, uh, highly conservative evangelical clubs that, op- that uh, uh, operate in public schools. So, I mean, you could have... Uh, obviously, sports and baseball and hockey. You could have the math club. You can have the chess club. You can have the summoning demons club. You know, just uh, all good <laughs> the fun. Summoning like, demons club. That's got to be a note for later <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, the summoning uh, <laughs> demons club. <laughs> we are. Uh, we're directly in contrast with these evangelical school clubs. Uh, Lucian Graves, spokesman for the Satanic Temple, told Meshable, which is the website, uh, uh, I guess that's reporting this, uh, for Graves, many of these good news clubs stigmatize children who don't belong to the faith. Kids who don't believe uh, are told they're sinners or that they're going to hell. Um, now, I, speaking from experience, you know, I've gone to Catholic school, you know, I went to Catholic grammar school, I went to Catholic high school, and they do basically tell you you're going to hell if you don't follow the Bible and all of this, uh, to the point where, because I was a heavy metal kid, I was in 
uh, in the convent after school with the nuns telling me that uh, I was a Satan worshiper and that uh, KISS stood for Knights in Satan's Service and ACDC stood for Antichrist Devil's Child and I was going to hell because I listened to heavy metal. So um, you, were, you were basically in purgatory before you even started. I guess. You know, this, this all because I wore an Iron Maiden t-shirt under my school uniform. Now, here, here, here's, here's the question I have because, of course, and, and again, good journalism always raises questions, right? Yes. Why are the school boards allowing this? Freedom of religion, my friend. So Freedom we've got to the point in this world where we have, um, well, we have the, the marijuana sailor prime minister here in Canada who is trying to convince us that if we legalize marijuana, we'll keep it out of the hands of the criminals and the children and it will be able to be taxed. Mm. And then you have uh, uh, Donald Trump, a.k.a. Clem, and Hillary Clinton. A.k.a. And lying whore. Lying whore. Um, sadistic fucking bitch. Um, or as, as the military calls her, Killery, because yeah, uh, killery. Benghazi Just, and all that. Yeah. You don't want to give Donald the key, but you want to give it to Hillary. It doesn't make sense to yeah. me. She has one bad, one more bad night with Bill, and, 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 and the earth will not stand anymore. I mean, <clears throat> emails are flying out of uh, uh, WikiLeaks, uh, incriminating her in 82 ways that, you know, people can't even fathom right now. But... Her followers are with blinders on like a fucking horse walking through the, the fucking Central Park with the fucking blinders on. So, well, so every sunny and rosy in Hillaryville. How are these emails even getting through? She's a master at uh, wiping out hard drives. Well, she can lose her emails, but uh, they are out in the ether, so to speak. So people that she sent them to still have them on their hard drive. I got you. Because we heard, like, uh, Richard Nixon is going to, like, raise himself from the dead because he said, I only had 30 seconds of tape that I erased. It's amazing, isn't it? She she erased, like, what, 48 gigabytes. Richard Nixon had 30 seconds of tape erased. <clears throat> and it's become a scandal for 60 years. Yes, they've even made movies. I wonder if there's going to be a movie about Hillary. Of course not. She would have anybody that would make a movie about her, would, she would have killed. I guess. Anyway, back to Satan. So yes, we are now. We, we, <laughs> sorry, guys. We don't mean to uh, do anything. We are back to Satan right now. Um, so now Satan. Now, is there going to be like a little mascot, like a Ronald I, McDonald type of thing where, where, he's, where, where he's, you know, putting on his ears? I and, don't know, but I hope so. A little, a little like a, a, a little devil looking guy in a, in a tuxedo is always funny. You know, kind of like Sparky, the uh, the fire engine guy who comes and talks to the school to you about, you know, fire safety and shit like that. Or Fappy, the anti-masturbation dog. Yes. Fappy was just a, you know, it's funny because I, I watched a movie about the rapture the other day. Melissa and I were watching, Izzy and I were watching it, and, and, and um, you know, the good people all disappear and everyone's left here for the, the Antichrist. You know, so, I mean, if he's touring the school now, we're just... Basically preparing ourselves for the fucking rapture. That's right. Uh, the article goes on to say the Satanic Temple operates on different principles. To attend the Satanic Principle After School Club, children don't <laughs> Satanic need to Satanic Principle After School Club. <laughs> yes. Hang on, I'm uh, taking notes. 
<laughs> they don't need to identify with any religion or even worship Satan, despite what the organization's title may suggest. Instead, the temple is guided by multiple overlapping values, uh, secularism, evidence-based science, and civil liberties. Uh, the temple's after-school curricula, Graves told Mashable, sends a clear and positive message of inclusiveness. Is there someone we can call about this? Uh, I don't think so. There's no contact information of the... Uh... No. I, I think we're going to do some research. Uh, Uncle Albert, uh, get us a contact for the uh, Satanic Principal After School Club. We'd like to get them on the show. Uh, well, I, li- I like this, this next part. Uh, they say the curricula for the club will change seasonally. Which is good because you know. <laughs> yeah, because the moon. You know how it works. They're all Wiccans, right? <laughs> well, you know, I can't wait till the winter fire and brimstone. <laughs> the club. I mean, that's that's going to be my favorite. Until uh, we have a sex. Until we have a sex orgy crucifixion. Well, that's spring. That's you know. That's <laughs> okay, when everything's well, we going. You know, it, it's it, you know the spring sex orgy uh, sacrifices. That's that's in the springtime, but I'm I'm really looking forward to the the winter fire and brimstone uh, uh, gala. I can't wait. I think we have a, a stew back. Oh God, wait! Is, is he down the hallway? No, he's moved. What room is this? It looks like you're sitting in the shower. I'm in the parlor. There's <laughs> <just> a parlor. <laughs> a sitting room and a parlor. I got to get a bigger house. It's just off of where the mates and the, the chambermates sit, usually, you know? <laughs> you, sound, you, you do sound a little better. He, will, he definitely does yes. sound better. So, uh, <laughs> while you're in the... I feel like I'm playing the game of Clue, Big B. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the parlor yes. with the vapor, with the vape uh, uh, fucking stick. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the candlestick in the parlor. You know, and you remember when you opened that little envelope? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck sakes, Stu. You never. So, how do you feel about this uh, satanic principal after school club? Is it, is it coming to uh, London now that you have that Muslim fucking mayor and Boris, what's his name? Oh, surely hope so. That's all you got to say? You haven't talked for fucking 25 minutes. He's recovering from his fall, remember? Yeah. I'm very. Yeah, what the fuck happened there? Let's get off of Satan for a minute. I'm very stressed out, man. I was all set up, ready to go. My Skype call test worked. And then, uh, for somehow or another, my laptop didn't recognize the USB mic that I'm using. Hey, but you know, we don't care about the audio right now. We want to know how you fell off the fucking chair. Yeah, the last we saw you, you were getting up to try to fix something. We heard a loud crash and everything went black. Yes, everything was black. It was like just like just as Big B was leading into the story about this satanic after school club, your whole we thought London was obliviated. <laughs> we thought you were the first victim of the rapture. I did see a light. I must admit, that's all well, I saw. We didn't see any light. We'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a bright light and I passed out for. A, one or two minutes, and then everything was working fine, and I was here in the parlor. <laughs> let, let us see your skull, Stu. Come a little closer to the camera. It, it's Satan, I'm telling you. No, I'm just worried you might have like a you might have a concussion. <laughs> I think I've got concussion most of the time, to be honest. 
You notice he was sending subliminal signals too with with that finger over there. Yes, I, well, I know he's mad at us, but I don't really give a shit. No, but as far as I know, uh, Satan isn't coming to our after school classes over here. Now, are you? Maybe you could start the the you know bring some apple slices and uh, some juice boxes and and bring it into the school. And it's good for the kids to have a hobby after school. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? You and I were talking uh, one time, uh, Stu. These kids are so politically correct. Uh, if we hate on Satan, uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be plagiarized. I think so. I think so. You can't say anything or do anything these days that's that's not politically correct. Or yeah, is it really? Uh, well, hey. that was uh, you know while you were blacked out. Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, 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 DK was asking uh, how could this be allowed in schools and uh, uh, the answer is uh, freedom of religion uh, this country does uh, allow for freedom of religion which is a good thing I, you know, I have nothing bad to say about that but uh, they, you know, if an organized religion and uh, the, the church of Satan or Satanism <laughs> the church religion, of Satan um, they, they will sue the school system uh, for the right to have a club or something, so obviously they, the the uh, board of education doesn't want to be sued. Can't they just can't they just like magically make us turn into ashes or something? I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. even if a parent uh, decided that they was into and they believed this church of Satanism, what who in their right mind would actually infest their children with that and make them do such a thing? Oh, believe me, there are plenty of people here that'll do that. You, you know, and, and you got to think, you, you get it, maybe not so much into grade schools, but you get the Church of Satanism into high schools with all those hormones raging. Oh, yeah. We're going to hold an after-school orgy. Do you, do you not think every kid in the school is going to join? Absolutely. An after-school <laughs> orgy without protection. And we're going to sacrifice the virgin. That's right. And Stu, like uh, you know, to 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 further answer the question, there are people, and I'm sure there are people in in London and Canada as well that are the anti-vaccination parents. Yeah, that oh, yeah, yeah. vaccinate their kids and subject them to illnesses that have been eradicated for you know decades, but are now making a comeback because these people refuse to vaccinate their children. So if they're going to subject their children to these diseases like smallpox and 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 you know whooping cough and all this shit. Of course, if they believe in Satan, they'll they'll subject their kids to it. Of course, why wouldn't they? It's all yeah. about them. That's true. I mean that all of that vaccination thing sort of probably started around about year two thousand when my eldest daughter was born, and we had that tough decision then: should we, shouldn't we? And uh, what do you mean a tough decision? Should we or should not give her polio? Like, <laughs> fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah, but if you listen to... If Let her you get listen lupus, we don't care. At the time, and, and fortunately, my wife being Finnish, and uh, Finland was the leading uh, say-so on the subjects, that we decided, yes, we would just go ahead with it. Yeah, and there was a lot of... Uh, there was a huge push, uh, especially in this country, because stupid fucking Jenny McCarthy... Oh, Jenny McCarthy. Uh, her son had autism, it. and she said it was from vaccinations. Yeah, that was it. One autism, doctor, yeah. yeah, and the one doctor came out and said uh, vaccinations cause autism, which later turned out he was lying. Um, yeah. 
but that led to this whole anti-vaccination movement. Yeah, I mean, it, it was stupid. To it was just stupid, really. I mean, I think the majority of people had it done, but there's still that one or two that still want to get have their kids get uh, measles, mumps, and whatever else. Oh it was. yeah, get a there's big. A small, I, I really want my son son to get a big lump under his balls. Yeah, there's there's a small community out in California of of anti-vaccination families, and their kids are getting these illnesses, smallpox, and you know all of this stuff, you know polio and stuff. And because I hope they're blaming the government for it, are they? Each other. What'd you say? I hope they're blaming the government and want some kind of compensation. I'm sure they are. Doesn't he sound like he's got his head down his pants? Well, he may be enjoying that. I don't know. I, I he, don't that's know not better what, than he did before. You know, he may be a Satanist. I don't know. All right, listen. We got a break because we're going to get our guest on. I'm having a ball with this. This is why, I like, you know, I can never advertise what we're going to talk about because you never know where a topic's going to go. But I, I personally am not pro-Satan after-school club. Um, I really don't want my son to go kill someone in, 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 in the playground. But anyway... You're listening to uh, Cave Crew Radio right here on uh, CaveCrewRadio.com. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get uh, Steve Cooper from Cooper Talk on the line. Maybe we'll see how he feels about the uh, after-school club of Satan. See how they feel about it down in California. We'll be right back. we got Choo Choo Stew after his blackout. We'll be monitoring his health very closely uh, over the next hour, folks. Please don't worry. We'll be back. <laughs> Can't get enough of this? I got great news for you. Come and join us on Facebook. Search Cave Crew Radio. The weirdness, the action, the fun never ends. 24-7, seven days a week. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Cave Crew Radio. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio. Live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on CaveCrewRadio.com. You can listen on demand anytime on Stitcher or iTunes. Now... Back to the show.
great Canadian band, Rush. Love that band. Why is the Toronto airport uh, YYZ? The Toronto airport is not YYZ. It's it's it's, it's Pearson Airport. Right, but the, the letters, that's the song. That's the Rush song, YYZ. That's after the letters for the airport. Oh, well, you got me on that one. So you know more about Canada than you think you do. Oh, my goodness. What kind of Canadian are you? I'm a, I'm a Canadian who lives uh, two minutes away uh, from the United You're States. You're a U.S. Canadian. Anyway, folks, I don't want to waste any time because I got a, a little bit of an introduction here. Um, uh, we have a, a guest with us tonight. Uh, he used to be with us on All Radio X uh, back in the day. Brody James. Remember Brody? Brody James. He was, he was going to change the radio world. Great guy. Still talk to him. Um, Steve Cooper from Cooper Talk Radio from, I, I believe, where? Burbank. Right, Steve? Yeah, I live in Burbank. Uh, Bur- via New Jersey. I grew up uh, right outside Philadelphia uh, in New Jersey. I've been to the West Coast for about 20 years. That's where, see, that's where the accent comes from. Now, yeah, Steve, I don't, I don't, sorry, Steve, I don't think go I ahead. I don't think I have an accent. I thought, I thought I lost a lot of it, but that's all good. Well, I'm Canadian. Everyone has an accent to me. Wait, wait, wait till you hear Choo Choo Stu talk. Stu, say hi. <laughs> Stu, say hi. Stu? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's like, it's that? like a tugboat. like... <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing, Steve. I'm very sorry, but we're really happy to have you here tonight. But we're getting raided by a a, 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 a network called Podcast Trending, and I think Stu is going to leave us and start his own show. And um, I think he's trying to sabotage us. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. But hey, you know what? I, you're, at least you're getting raided. I don't. I don't. I don't get raided by anybody. So <clears throat> it's all good. So you have your show. Uh, you're still doing it, right? Cooper Talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I have uh, Lisa Loeb coming on in two weeks. I have Rudy Zarzo, <clears throat> sorry, from uh, uh, from Quiet Riot coming on. Oh, yeah, I, I do three episodes every Tuesday. I record them. And well, it's get played get, on 14 you, different stations. You got the dude from Quiet Riot. Oh, yeah. And I, I you know, dude, I, get, I, I just said Tracy Guns on. I'm posting that to my website tomorrow. I've had Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses. I've had Terry Nunn from Berlin. I've had Ed Asner. I've had Nia Vardalos. I, I get the guests. I, for some reason, I'm, I'm a no-name, but I get killer guests. Like, what, what do you do? Stand on the corner playing Pokemon Go? and uh... Dude, I, I send them a letter. I send them, I send them, and I get a lot of, uh, a lot of references now. Because you had that uh, dude from, um, what was the one I was listening to? The dude from uh, 30 Rock. Oh, he was, well, he was just on. Keith yeah. Powell. But I thought, it's, you know, what's so funny. I look at, I'm, I'm, I mean, my website is 540 episodes. I just, I look at it. I don't even know how I got half these people. And I, I know you were, you were on live with me on Facebook the other night, I believe. When, uh, were you on live when I, I sit there and have a few cocktails and I start talking to people? Well, see, that's my favorite. And I, I don't know if you have, uh, if you have any more room for friends, but I'm telling like Big B, Choo Choo Stew, all our listeners, I love your show. Don't get me wrong. Very well produced. But your Facebook videos are the best. What is it? Coop in the stoop or whatever it is? That, that's Sunday. Here, here's what happens. You know, I used to I used to go out all the time in Burbank. I had a few health problems. Then my girlfriend moved out here. 
And uh, so I don't go out as much. And I figure it out. Like, usually on Saturday nights, she likes to show Big Brother. So she'll come upstairs and watch TV. I'll sit downstairs. And instead of going to a bar and seeing the assholes I can't stand in Burbank anymore, I'll get two Rolling Rocks for uh, three bucks up the street and two airplane bottles. So I'll have a $5 night. And I'll sit there and I'll just start playing tunes. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, last week, a band I love from Philadelphia, the Hooters, Eric Brazilian popped in the room. Uh, Gregory Harrison from Chopper John popped in the room. People, celebrities constantly pop in the room. I've had Emmy-winning writers. And I just sit there mm-hmm. and I ask for song requests. And people just hang out. And we just rant. And we have fun. And Coop on the Stoop is a Sunday thing. I just hang out at a stoop around the corner from me. And uh, I just talk shit. Because, you know, it's the way to contact people. You know, people... We're all craving some kind of a contact. And, you know, in Facebook, when you're live, you can actually talk to people and get input. And, and I, you know, I'm always there with you when I'm available. I'm always out oh, yeah. there. And the best, was when you were, the, the best was when you were carrying the fucking vegetables down the street. That's still oh, my favorite. You need to publish that. I erase them all. I get them done. They're all erased. There's no, there's no uh, backbone of a Cooper... When I go live, it's basically, it's like back in the day when you go see a concert, one asshole would sneak a fucking uh, little micro cassette that's taped Springsteen at the Spectrum in Philly, but everyone else would watch it. And once you left, that was it. That's what I do with this. I don't, I don't save it. I don't, I don't, you know, I did save one because my buddy is a drummer for Jason Aldean. We did it live in my kitchen. We hung out one day and uh, we drank some beers and ate some guacamole and just talked to people. But I don't, I don't save it. The, the vegetables was good, man, because my, my neighbor's a crazy guy, and he has all these great vegetables. And I'm like, hey, fuck it. I'm walking down the street. Let's talk to people. That was my favorite one. I think, there was, I think there was me and, like, two other chicks in there. I know. <laughs> and you're, and will you stop tooting your fucking horn, Stu? That's my phone, I think. My phone's getting, because I'm on my phone talking to you guys. I think oh, whenever okay? I get a so you're getting, you're, getting, you're getting job offers as we speak. I'm getting, I think it's texting. I apologize for that. But uh, no, no, let, me, let, Stu, can you say hi yet? I can say hi. Good there evening, go. there's, there's, there's the British hey, guy. You know, it's good to see you, Stu. Uh, you, you got the you got like that shower curtain in your kitchen. What's that shit about? <laughs> <laughs> he it's has a sitting safe, room. Steve, safety screen. Steve, okay, hey. I know. I, I thought it was. It was like it reminded me when I was a kid. You know, when you go into the bathroom. And you you know you sit there and you see this you'd be trying to whack off and you see these flowers and you felt all dirty. <laughs> there's, there's actually a little room beyond that and uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't usually show it, and it was a mistake. I apologize. Oh, it's all right. It Steve, looks nice. You 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 miss when uh, when uh, Choo Choo Stew blacked out in the whole camera. I was went. I I was on. I, actually, I was watching. I was downstairs watching on YouTube, and then because. My girlfriend's going to come upstairs, but she's going to cook dinner later. I said, all right, you stay downstairs. And I came up here, and uh, I saw both of you guys, and then it was, like, on YouTube, and you get the Cave Crew logo, and then there's just a black screen. And I was yeah. like, what the hell's going on? And I thought, is that the screen I'm going to be on? Because I'm going to tell you something. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on top of the – I'm on, on my bed talking to you guys, and I'm like, I don't want to see, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm legally blind one eye. My cross eye will be jumping out of the fucking screen. I said, I don't want to be on. I don't want to be on uh, the, the, the camera here. And that was that was that was Stu was uh, blacked out, huh? I want to talk. I don't I know what happened to him. He 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 was there one minute and gone the next. Hey, you know. By what? the way, Maybe. that 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 is uh, Big B in Queens, New York. So he used to be a very close neighbor of yours. 
Well, yeah. Well, actually, I go there, fill it up. But my brother, he he lives in Midtown Manhattan, and uh, his first place he lived in Jackson Heights. Oh, there you go. Yeah, what, I used to. One of the two. It was years ago. It was probably twenty five years ago. Yeah, I used to. I used to play a, a club out in uh, Jackson Heights back in the nineties. Oh, cool, cool. Now, uh, Steve, the other th- oh, excuse me. I'm trying to vape to quit smoking, and it's not agreeing with me. Um, Dude, quit. I quit. I, I walked out of the hospital four and a half years ago with a heart problem. Haven't picked up a cigarette since. And listen, we're going to talk about your book in a minute. But before we talk about that, I want you to tell me how many hats you have. Because Choo Choo oh, Stew has the best hats in the world. But I think you, you trump him. Well, here's what happens. Okay, when I had hair, because I used to have that freaking... Uh, I had that Dave Coulier hair back in the 80s when I did stand-up comedy. And I could wear a baseball hat and it looked good. But as I got bald, baseball hats, I looked like a dick. So I just started wearing hats. And you know, I don't even know. I buy them. And it's funny. I can get hats anywhere. I got a hat at 7-Eleven for like 10 bucks. One time mm-hmm. I, was, I was in New York City and I got a hat, a mm-hmm. hot dog, and a pretzel for like uh, 12 bucks. And, uh, <laughs> I had a hot dog and a pretzel. I don't remember the, seeing that cart on the corner. Wait a minute. Wait, they had all this shit. <laughs> it, was right, it was right near Central Park. I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going for the gamut. But uh, I, gotta, I do. I a hot dog, a mustard sauerkraut, and a top hat, please. Yeah, dirty water dog, a hat, and, 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 and a big pretzel. And, <laughs> That's uh, right. But I, I have one hat, and Joanne, my uh, girlfriend's mom, gave it to me. And it was when I was going, I was, for two years ago, I was bi-coastal. I go back once a week, once a month back east. So it was a, uh, really cool winter hat and i had to return it because she got me a medium and i have a fat head so i needed a large so i returned to brooks brothers and on sale it was like 115 bucks and in my mind i'm thinking in burbank i can get 12 or 15 hats for 115 bucks and i wanted to change it take the cash and buy other hats but i didn't but uh so i have a 115 dollar hat but it's been so warm out here i can never wear it how many hats do you have you know what, dude? I'll be honest. I have a stack of seven or eight fedoras. Um, I have hats I never wear. I have I have put it this way. It's one of those. Uh, it's a metal coat rack, not a metal coat rack. A metal like a, it could be like a bookshelf. It's a metal thing, and the hats are stacked up on there. I'm guessing maybe twenty, twenty-five. I don't know. I mean, so you basically have a you, you you basically have a shoe closet, like a woman would have with but hats it's downstairs. Yeah, but it's downstairs. When you walk in, it's under the steps. Oh, okay. Because, you know, when out, I got to grab a hat. I have a few baseball hats because I'm an Eagles fan and I have a Flyers hat. But uh, And then I had just these weird hats. I was at a street fair in Burbank, and they were giving them away, and they say, like, Jesus. And one day, I just want to get fucking hammered, and, like walk around with, like, a, with a fuck you T-shirt and a Jesus hat just to get looks. <laughs> oh, you, that, did you just so- say you're a Flyers fan? Oh yeah, man. I'm a, I know you're you're a Maple Leafs fan. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. And I grew up I grew up in your I grew up in Bobby Clark's land when they beat Boston in the Stanley Cup. I'm 52 years old. I remember watching them win the Stanley Cup, and when they beat Boston, my uncle from Grafton, Mass, was all pissed off, and I was like, "There you go." So, and I used to hang out with the late Peter Zezel every once in a while. Who? Uh, oh shit! He think, played in Toronto too. And he, I remember, I would meet him. It's when I was doing stand up comedy, and I, I used to do comedy. I was on the road from 88 to 95. And he was in Philadelphia, and he used to come to the comedy club. And I got to know him and Dave Brown. I used to see Zezel at bars, and we'd have a few cocktails. And Zezel would always leave with, like, fat chips. 
and I'd be picking up cute shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a grade X celebrity. You're in Philadelphia, a hockey star. You're a grade A, and I'm like, and they just all these guys, all these flyers like fat chicks. It's unbelievable. And he always had fat chicks. Oh yeah, it always they always they always leave the bar with him. It was crazy. Oh. We did shots with Paul Holmgren once. He threw up on the bar and beat up a bartender. It was a good time. <laughs> Let's understand. Have you ever seen the Flyers from back then? They weren't a good-looking group. Of no, them. they weren't a pretty bunch. No, not no, a well, no. The Flyers when uh, Bobby Clark and all, but but the chicks, the chicks loved Peter Zezel. And then I think they had Pierre Larouche came into town, and the girls loved him. Rod Brindamore was an ugly motherfucker, but the chicks loved him. And then it was just so. And Dave Brown was a great fighter. I was giving him shit from stage one night because he was just. He did. He looked like a nerd, and I'm like, "Yeah, come on, Brownie, I'll fuck you up." Him and T.J. Gorenz used to hang out. Rod Brindamore looks like a fucking Italian dude. That if you go to his house, he'd be wearing a wife beater that's stained with Italian sauce, yelling at his wife and throwing a shoe. Yeah, that's and, and <laughs> throwing a shoe. <laughs> and Ron and Ron Dugay would be on their couch drinking a freaking Colt Forty Five. <laughs> well, uh, shit, folks. This is this is not a sports show, but if you do not remember Ron Dugay, when he retired from the Detroit Red Wings um, on ESPN, when cable first came out, he was one of the first inline hockey stars. Oh yeah, he was banging Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> shit. Yeah, now he's now he he's a commentator for uh, my New York Rangers. And there you go, a team I hate, but it's okay. I like you. <laughs> Just beware. The Leafs are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a couple of years. Not, Give them not time. Coming. Give them time. Oh, I would right. like to see you guys do well. You know? But then, of course, you know, I like the Kings because they live out here. And they've won. I've both been to both their uh, parades, which were fun. But the first parade no one went to because California people don't appreciate hockey. But you sell out the rink, though. Yeah, but it, it's, 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 it's a select group <coughs> of the same people. It's a season ticket holder. And the girls that go, or all the actresses love them. Alyssa Milano, all those girls go to the games. They love the Kings. But do they look, are they like uh, hockey fans because they're winning, and if they're losing, you don't see them at all? The, the hardcore fans, no, have been there from the get-go. Now it's changed. I mean, I used to go to bars in Burbank and I'd say, hey, put the hockey game on, and this one girl would be like, oh, no, well, Cooper, you know, this is L.A., we don't watch hockey. And then two years later, she's got a Kings jersey on when they're winning. And I'm like, I thought you guys didn't watch hockey. Right. See, that's my biggest fear of Tampa and L.A. and San Jose and Anaheim. They're all very good teams right now. But what happens when they drop off the map? Look what happened to Florida. They had uh, 4,000 people in the rink. They start winning. Now it's full. Well, I mean, the only reason why why hockey has succeeded at all in Los Angeles is because of Wayne Gretzky. I mean, if that trade happened, California wouldn't have a hockey team. But what people also don't get is when, like, when Philadelphia plays, the place gets packed, when Detroit gets... See, that's the thing. A lot of the LA Kings, before it would get packed because it's a lot of people, the visiting fans. But now, because the Kings have gotten good, it's everyone fans. But there will always be the people from the Chicago people or the Philadelphia people or the Rangers fans or the, you know, or the you know the Devils fans, they'll go to the games when the, their team's in town. So it's a great thing. You're 100% right because as a Toronto fan, I'm about four hours outside of uh, Toronto, 
But we look at it. We can't get seats together. So my best place to go watch a game, because Detroit sold out too, is Columbus. Okay. And Ottawa. You know, that's how it is. Choo-choo yeah. Stu, you're, you're actually getting a, a KHL hockey team. I'm, 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 I'm getting an education. That's one thing. Just don't fall I'm back. I'm, tell Choo-Choo I'm, I'm a Tottenham Hotspurs fan. Well, that's just like uh, 10 minutes from where I live, actually. I don't think... All right, go. And that's, my, that's our... Yeah, that's our local club. It's my boys' favorite team. What exactly right. does a Tottenham Hotspur do for all our Canadian and North American fans? Please, I have no idea. I have no idea. And, and the only reason I'm a fan is because I have friends who are Manchester United fans, and my buddy's from England, and he's gone back. I said, get me a, get me a soccer jersey. I don't want Manchester United because you guys love them. I don't want Arsenal or Chelsea because everyone loves them. Just give me a team that's okay. I want something different. They got me a shirt, and I said, I, I like this team. So that's why I don't even know what the hell a fucking hot spur is. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. He said, get me a team that's, like, okay. Yeah. He wants to buck the, the norm. Yeah. It's not bucking the norm. Tottenham Hotspur are probably the best team in the country. Not eight years ago, though, or ten years ago when I got the shirt. They yeah, and, prob- and probably, well, at the moment, because the season's finished, but uh, no, they're a good team. They're a good team. They're my local team, and if I'm honest, I, I don't follow football at all, or sponsors, anyone that's listened to this, but my son follows them, and they're my most local team, just 10 minutes from where I live, so... Yeah, great team. Big up for Tottenham Hotspur. Well, you know I'm a hockey guy. My son is an all-star goalie keeper. I don't have a fuck when I'm watching when I go see him. There you go. Uh, the offside is... Uh, and we're going to get off sports in a second here, kids. I'm sorry we digress, but... Uh, Outside in hockey, if the puck goes by the blue line before the player, or sorry, the player goes by the blue line before the puck is offside, it's common sense. In soccer, it's like a moving, it's like playing Frogger. Uh, it, right. It's if the referee decides it's offsides. What? If the ball's on air and you run by it, yeah, it's crazy. Come on now. That's why, that's why I, I hate soccer. For one, they. They, they play for 90 minutes on this field that's like 87 miles long, and they have one shot on goal the entire game, and it ends nothing, nothing. And it's all about skill. Okay, guys, listen. I, I want to get a Big B. Yes. Give us a recap of this fucking Satan after school thing, because I, I want to get a take on it like only Steve Cooper could give me. Because okay. so, I, I, my head is still rattling over this. So, so Steve, you you know, obviously, in school, in all schools, they they have after school programs for kids, right? Oh, yeah. So you could, you know, you you have the sports teams, uh, you know, and then you got uh, the the science club and the chess club and the math club. And well, the Summons apparently- Demons Club. Don't forget the Summons Demons Club. Well, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, uh, there is uh, the Satanic Temple that wants to introduce uh, satanic after-school clubs. Um, 
So you would have stuff like uh, the Summoning Demons Club, I would say, uh, uh, the Purgatory Craftsman Club, uh, stuff like that. Uh, what it what it actually is is let me bring let me bring up the story here. Um, let's see. The Satanic Temple is a humanist social justice organization which incorporates satanic injury, satanic imagery in its mission. Um, plan to roll out school clubs. Uh, they they want to they want to. Uh, let's see. Children don't need to identify with religion or worship or, or even worship Satan, despite what the organization's title. Uh, may suggest it's the temple is guided by multiple overlapping values such as secularism, evidence-based science, and civil law. So these are going to be the type of after-school clubs that uh, the Satanic Temple wants to bring to our public schools. Bullshit. So basically, uh, you know, we've gotten rid of the Lord's Prayer, and uh, Satanism is coming in. Well, here's the thing, man. I'm going to tell you something. First of all, I know a lot of people. I know a shitload of people from across the country. I don't know one fucking satanic worshiper. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't. It's like I don't know anyone. Who'd fucking terrible. admit it to you, Steve? Give me a no, break. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any. I mean, if I'm saying I don't know. It's like I don't know anyone who's done heroin. I know people who've done every drug in the world. I know. I don't know anyone who's done heroin. And I know a lot of entertainers. I'm going to tell you this. It's just the one of these groups trying to get a, a rise out of it because everybody needs attention now, and that's what's pissing me off. It's like on Facebook. Everybody wants to get attention. They sit there. Whenever something happens, let's say when Freddie Gray got killed and then the riot started in Baltimore, everyone, you know, everyone's going, fuck the police. Fuck that. Getting attention. Getting attention. A day passes. A lion gets killed. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, fuck the dentist. They all sit there. They, just, they want their, their, their little moment in the limelight. And like the people with Freddie Gray, now when the cops are getting off, no one said a word about it. It's like this. It's some satanic guy who's never got laid. He's some guy who thinks that, hey, maybe I can be the next David Koresh, and I'll start a fucking crowd, and I'll get my dick sucked all the time. And it's all <laughs> bullshit. Did you just say fuck the dentist? No, fuck David Koresh. Oh, I thought you said fuck the <laughs> dentist. No, I don't say fuck the Goddamn fuck Satan. The dentist. Fuck the dentist. Fuck the dentist. It's like, come on. I mean, what school is going to sit there? It's like, you know what? You know, it's so funny how this country has changed. You know, years ago, oh, my God, we're, we're in, in Supreme Court because Judas Priest made a, a satanic verse. But that was wrong. So we had to put labels on albums. But now we can have fucking satanic clubs coming into schools. It's all bullshit. Well, let, me, let, me, let me tell you the, the very last part of the, uh, the article. Uh, there are currently nine after-school Satan clubs operating across <laughs> the United States. What parent would allow that to come into their school? I don't know, uh, but there are apparently nine, and they are confident that the group will be able to open to more. Uh, it says that the same laws that protect religious clubs, uh, like such as good news clubs, from operating in schools uh, should protect satanic clubs as well. Uh, in 2001, the Supreme Court ruled that schools can't discriminate against clubs because of the club's expressed religious values. Holy fuck. You know what? That's, that's when you turn your head and you let some people beat the crap out of these kids. I, I seriously... It's like, you don't need the same shit in the school. It's like, you know, I don't believe in all religion in school, but I believe the kids could be able to read Highlight Magazine and read Goopus and Gallant. That doesn't mean I went Satan and Jesus clubs in the school. I agree with that. I, 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 I would start homeschooling instantly. 
Let, let's see. If you're a bully in school and you have your choice to beat up a good news after-school student or a satanic after-school student, which one would you choose? I don't think I would go after the satanic one. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, the religious kids piss me off, too. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, bullying is a whole different thing. I, I had a guy who used to bully me, and I got back in with an even. He, was, he, had, he had a hard drinking problem. And he told me one night years later, and I was doing comedy, and I was knew a lot of people in Philly, and he's like, hey, man, you know, you know, hey, you know, I was sort of, I used to pick on you. I'm sorry, you know, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to, you know, beat this bottle thing. So I bought him a shot and told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. Are you, are you saying he had a hard bottle, he had a drinking problem when he was at yeah. school? Well, no, he had his, no, after school, after he graduated. And he wanted to be my friend. And I said, screw you, fucking lay in the gutter and die, you fuckhead. But that's just me. I'm a nice guy. You know, I, I, I think you and Stu would get along well. You both sound very polite on the uh, surface, but um, my God, are you guys mean. All right, let's oh, move on. I, I want to get I want to get everyone's opinion on this, including Steve. So we all know the uh, Rio Olympics are starting in uh, on Friday is the opening night. So it's dirty, it's polluted. There's leaks in the bathrooms. There's um, there's security problems. Oh, they're all white, sir. How about the American basketball teams? They have rented a cruise ship. They have the Silver Cloud. They have a cigar room. They have saunas. They have jacuzzis. They have private rooms. What do you guys think about that? You know what? I'll be honest. It's so funny. I had a, on my show years ago. I mean, she was an Olympic years ago. I earned two years ago. I tied Babylonia, who was a figure skater. And back then, she said, you know, you, you, you didn't get any of the of the breaks you get now. Like, they trained and trained. And you know what it is? I don't, honestly, I don't give a shit. Because the Olympics, to me, it's like we sit there, we put up Lindsey Vaughn on a pedestal. She gets millions of dollars and millions of dollars, and she wins a fucking bronze. I mean, for me, it's like, you know what? These guys are millionaires. They, you know, they're, they're probably paying their own travel. You know, they're not raising the money. No, they, 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 there's a casino on board. There's gyms on board. The Olympics were, and always should be, amateur an sport. amateur event. And, you, and you, I know, back, you know, and you I know, you know who sedated that though. The ones who the ones who went around it was were the Russians, because all they yeah. did was put their best players in the army. Yeah, right. That's what it is. They, they were they were pro teams like Vladimir Trachev, uh, the goalie, was one of the best goalies in the world. California Stevenson, the boxer for Cuba, they were all professionals. And that when I remember the 1984 uh, Olympics with with U.S. Ho- USA hockey. You saw Brian Leach and you saw Mike Richter. They were young kids back then. You know, obviously they went on to great things with the Rangers, but they were still amateurs back then. If it was professionals, we would have never. I would have never have seen them. They probably right. would never have gotten the, the light shined on them that they did because of yeah, that. Jim Craig. Jim Craig won a gold medal and he went to the, and Ruzioni won gold medals. He didn't do shit in the pros. Well, not everybody is going to. I mean, just because you you win an Olympic gold doesn't mean doesn't automatically transfer into professional sports i mean you know there, there's tons of college athletes out there that are superstars and when they get into when they get into pros they suck so you know it doesn't always translate but what i'm saying is you know seeing brian leach and mike richter 
you know, as amateurs and the light shining on them, hey, the Rangers took a shot on them and they, you know, they be, they came, they went on to become great professionals. Now I get to, I, I watch the fucking Rangers play in, in USA hockey. Who gives a shit? I don't want them to get fucking hurt because I want the Rangers to go make a run at the Stanley Cup. Right, right. You know, don't fucking play. Let the amateurs fucking play. That's what they're there. That's what the Olympics are there for. To fucking let the amateurs play. <laughs> Big B, one day you're gonna have a stroke on air and your screen's gonna go black. It's gonna go black. I swear to God. And why the fuck is golf an Olympic sport? <laughs> what the wow, fuck? Well, you know, it's you know, at least they changed like, the Olympics last time. They had Ryan Seacrest announcing it, and it's like they told Ryan Seacrest to go get a hockey stick. He came back with a penis. The guy cares nothing about sports. He should not even be on that fucking show. <laughs> Was it in his mouth? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on. They have Hoda Copy doing the like, come on, get some real sports people. They used to be like, you know, Jim Lampley and those people was like the guys who knew sports. Now they just go, oh, yeah, we'll put uh, Bush's fucking no talent daughter on. I personally. The greatest call ever made, Miracle on Ice, Al Michaels. Great yeah, Al Michaels. sportscaster. Right. You guys live in your glory. We've had 200 years of it, and you, you live in one 1980. <laughs> Fuck sakes. Yeah, you, know. Yeah. you know, you guys, you know, I mean, yeah, we don't live in the glory. I mean, we're used to Stanley Cups being in America. But, uh, you oh. know, besides- Hey, Steve, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. I'm going to get off topic before we move to the next subject. But I, I am a very serious hockey coach, and uh, I spend a lot of time studying the United States Hockey uh, Program. I am on there constantly uh, watching what the United States is doing. And I bring it back here to my kids. So I I make fun of a lot of things, but the Americans have come a long way. Yeah, they have. It's good. Just like soccer, we're coming a long way. At least the women are coming a long way. The guys still suck, but the women are coming a long way. Well, our men suck, too. Our men didn't even qualify, but our women are... All right, guys, listen to this, because I think we're going to put Stu to sleep in a minute if we keep talking sports here. How about this guy? How about this guy in China? This this guy from Holland who went to China to meet his online girlfriend, and he sat in the airport for 10 fucking days... (laughs) And she didn't show up. <laughs> Did you read about this one? No, that guy's just an idiot. I'm it's opening like, come on. now. Apparently, this guy traveled 3,000 miles from his native Holland to greet Zhang. I love these names. At least she didn't call herself Holly. Um, Zhang. A 26-year-old Chinese woman he met on a social messaging app. Um, they developed a romance. Uh, he was quite taken by the young woman, so he... He sent her a picture of two airplane tickets. And um, she didn't think he was serious. He waited. And he waited. And he waited. Ten days. He was apparently brought to the hospital in China to be treated for exhaustion. Okay. It's a fucking picture of the guy. He looks like a Jerry Lewis poster boy. First of all, it's not it's not really exhausting waiting it's, for someone, is it? Well, no. The thing for him is, it's like if you met her on social media, why can't you contact her on social media? You're sitting there for days. It's like, come on, at least make a phone call. It's like, you know, you you sit there for maybe what eight hours. You start sending messages. 
I mean, this guy, you know, he should go join the satanic clubs at this fucking school. <laughs> even, even before you're waiting for hours, wouldn't you like, even if you, you're going to meet somebody at a bar or something, you go and you're the first one there, you message them. Hey, I'm here. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I'm on flight number X, Y, Z, and I'm landing at this time or ever, and uh, look out for me. Right. I'm not going to wait. Oh, uh, I'm a little bit early. Let me wait 10 days before I message uh, uh, Stu to meet me here. If she hadn't arrived in 15 minutes, I'd have been off, mate. (laughs) Oh, me too. uh, Look, we went to Orlando, and it was the first time I rented a car on a trip. So I was a little nervous. I wanted to make sure the car got back back first because normally where we go, we always drive, right? And so we're there. It was like a two-hour wait. I was almost dying in two fucking hours. There was nothing to do. Even in Orlando where Mickey Mouse is. It's boring as shit. This guy's just a moron. So he sat there for 10 days. I'm going to post this fucking picture on the show notes. Like this guy, he, 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 I don't know what to tell you. He looks like. I'll post it. I, I want to see it. I, it. You know what? He's just a loser. I mean, 10 <laughs> days. Come on. I mean, you know, maybe, as you said, 10 hours is a lot. You know, sitting there for 10 days in the same fucking seat. I mean, he's he, he just sitting there. It's like, don't you know you've been catfished? I mean, come on. Well, well, I like this part in the story. Uh, it says, here's where things get even weirder. <laughs> I love when they do that. <laughs> oh. that's, my favorite, that's my favorite turn in the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zhang claimed she didn't get Cirque's, or Cirque's is the, the guy. She uh, didn't get Cirque's messages because she was having plastic surgery in another city and had her phone turned off. Apparently, for she was having days. surgery for 10 days. Yeah. She was getting her dick taken off. That's what was happening. Exactly. We're not. We're not in the Philippines, Coop. I was going to say, was this Thailand? Yeah, we're not in the Philippines. Yeah. She, she, she also told the TV station she wants to continue her romance with Cirque and meet him after she recovers from surgery. Yes, which probably Whatever. means that the person behind the Zang account is going to ask him to wire her whatever money he didn't end up spending on. When her, when her vagina finally heals, when that penis is turned inside out. It's, it's just, it's, 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 we're so stupid now, it, it, it gets me sick. Yeah, and, right. and the article makes a good point. Uh, you know, whoever's behind this stupid Zang account, uh, they're going to ask this dumb asshole for money, and he's going to fucking send it. Yes. Good. We've just got, been awarded $100,000 from the Red Cross. Oh, Yeah. Well, apparently she's just having plastic surgery, so she's going to have medical expenses. So she's going to ask, I'm sure she's going to ask Cirque to help out with the medical expenses and send twenty or $30,000. Is that his first name? Cirque? Uh, C-I-R-K. That's, that's his first story. name. Yeah, that's what it says in the story, yes. It's not Brian or Tony. It's Cirque. His middle name's all in his last name, Jerk. This guy's an asshole. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that is his last name. His first name is Alexander. Alexander Cirque. Okay. All right. I understand. All right. Switching topics again. This is probably going to interest uh, Choo Choo Stu. You have a book 
coop. Yeah. Stop okay. the salt. My Stop favorite, salt. my favorite spice in the world. Uh, it will, it's, it will kill you, but it, you need a little bit. I mean, we all need salt, but yeah, I wrote the book. Um, as I said, it was about four and a half years ago. I think, I, I think, because when I was in the hospital, my doctor said that I ever had a heart attack. I think I had a heart attack, and I flew across the country, and I walked around for a month and a half with a heart attack. I don't know, but that's all that the doctor said may have happened. And I basically got to a point where I couldn't move. My ankles were swollen, and I had congestive heart failure. I was in the hospital for five days. God, they thought it was pneumonia when I walked in pneumonia when I got in. Lucky to be alive. So the problem with that is you build up fluid. So to, to reduce your fluid, you have to reduce your sodium. So I had worked in restaurants before. I had done corporate marketing for restaurants. I was a chef when I was in college. And uh, so I sat there and I, I made a cookbook. It was, it's 120 recipes. They're easy to make. There's no pictures. Because people look at pictures and get intimidated. There's no big long list of ingredients. And yeah, so you can go to stopthesalt.com and you can buy that book. And I can send it to you. You've got them. Do you need a Sorry, Steve. Do you really need a book? Do you really need a book to help you stop taking salt? I don't, because I stop, but there's a lot of people who don't. Look, you know, people smoke cigarettes. I gave it smoking when I got out of the hospital. People, you know, use heroin. I don't know anyone who uses heroin. People use drugs. You know, you need it's 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 a book that's recipes that are easy to make. The problem is with people is I see it all the time. People say, oh, yeah, it's so expensive to eat healthy. That's such bullshit. I can go to the store. I can make a dinner for two for six bucks, which is fish, sparks, and a vegetable. But a of lot of people don't can. know that. A lot of people, people don't know that. People are just when it comes to food and cooking. I was watching a program on television tonight, how to save a family some money on their weekly shop. And the, the housewife of the, of the family was spending money hand over fist on crap that they didn't need. And it's like they're, they're telling her, oh, you didn't need that. You're, you know. And she, she then start, they then help her start cooking her, her own tomato sauce. Wow, I didn't know that you could just make tomato sauce with some onions and herbs and tomatoes. And yep. uh, I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. That's well, what, 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 is, what is one good recipe out of the book, Coop? What, 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 what's your favorite? I like, I like, I do a, uh, it's a Louisiana shrimp boil. And you get a little uh, Mrs. You get some crushed red pepper. You get the spicy Mrs. Dash, which is a no salt added um, um, spice. Basically, you get some shrimp, you get some red potatoes, you get some onion, you get some corn. You start boiling the onion, you start boiling the potatoes, do them for a while. I think it's like five minutes. Then you put the corn in for 10 minutes, add it. And then, you, of course, you have a little Tabasco and the crushed red pepper. You put the shrimp in, boil it all up, put it in a pot, uh, put it on a plate, and it's a quick dinner, one pot, easy cleanup. And it's awesome. Now, what, what, uh, what made you write the book? Now, obviously, you know, with all your medical issues that you were going through, you yourself needed to cut down on salt. But what made you decide, you know what? I'm gonna, I could write a cookbook about this. What, what, what led to that decision? Well, you know, I was, just, I was talking to, you know, me and my girlfriend were talking about it because at the time I was in a cross-country relationship. So when I would be with her, we would eat healthy. 
But I sat there and I said, you know what? There's so many people and I had friends who would just eat like shit. And I was like, you know what? There's got to, I can help people. If I can help people out, that's cool. And so I sat there and I just started putting recipes together. And uh, yeah, and I self-published it. And um, so yeah, I just decided, hey, you know what? People, I'm tired of people I know going, oh yeah, man, you know, cooking, it's too expensive. And seeing people on Facebook going, oh yeah, oh yeah, man, Del Taco rules. And it's like, dude, you can't eat that stuff all the time. I just said, you know what? Let's see if people, you know, are interested. And some have been. I haven't sold a lot of copies. But it was also one of those things I said, I'm going to write it. And I, I used to, I was bullshitting about it. And finally, I said, you know what? I just have to write it. I wrote it. No, that's, uh, that's great. And, and just, just for your background a little bit, I know you were just talking to Stu about, about that. Stu is an ex-chef as well. So uh, okay. you, you, have, you guys have a lot in common there. And, uh, and I know, Stu, you, you can easily make... Uh, Make good food in a in a fairly inexpensive manner. I'm sure. Absolutely, I mean, Stu cooks grass. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. but it, but cooking, uh, it's, it's easy. not as mind-boggling as people think. It, exactly, cooking. and that's why the book people people think it's so hard. It's not hard. <sighs> you know, you know how you cook a good fish dinner. You slice some vegetables, put some olive oil, and put a seasoning. Put the fish on top of it, wrap it in a foil, throw it in the oven for 20 minutes at 400. Boom, you get a healthy, good meal, and it will cost you like three bucks. Exactly. You use the natural ingredients that are around you, and you just, you can literally throw them together. And as long as they cook through, it's it's just so easy. The the, The least ingredients, the better, really, in my book. Yeah, and that's why, but people are, people just, People make everything complicated when it's so easy. People, people are scared of uh, natural ingredients these days, I believe. Exactly. Now, see, I'm going to be honest with you. And, and it's probably my weakness. No matter what is cooked. And, and I make, I, I'm, I'm the major cook around the host, too. But, and I'll make a baked fish in a tinfoil, like you say. But I always love... A little bit of salt. Well, you can use a little bit of salt. I mean, my girlfriend's Italian. She they add salt to eggplant. They add salt to this. They add salt to that. It's just not overusing salt. It's just a little salt in the water. That's it's fine. But that's the thing. It's like you just people use so much salt. When you get a can of soup, even a low sodium one of those cans of soup, it's like one serving, like nine hundred milligrams. And you're like, okay. But of course, the can has two servings. Who opens up, who opens up a can of chunky soup? And doesn't eat the whole thing. I don't split a can of chunky soup with someone. It's right there. That's 1,800 <laughs> milligrams of sodium. It's almost your whole daily limit on one can of soup. And I'm a picture of my son. The girl happened to be in the background with her ass. So my okay. son is in the forefront of the picture. She could there be 40. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Know. I know, but you can also get in trouble. Well, I guess. But no, he's taking a picture of his son. Okay, well, that's fine. But I'm just saying you got to watch yourself. That's all. <laughs> all right, here's the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the million dollar question, Coop, because I don't think anyone's asked this on air of you before. When are you going to ask Joanne to marry you? It'll happen. It'll happen. You know, hey, no, no, uh, no rush. Things are good now. You know, when we, when we started dating, we, we, I was, I was, just, I went back and forth. We were two, two years in a long distance relationship. Everyone said, well, why don't you just move back? Or why doesn't she move out? It took our time. We wanted to make things right. So that's what we're going to do. And I have been asked that on air. So there you go. All right. Just 
When it happens, it happens. Thought thought we might get the answer tonight, folks. We thought we might see the rose be passed. All right. Now, people can follow me on Twitter, at Cooper Talk. They'll see when it happens. Yeah. All right, Cooper. It's cool. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, I, you know, if your if your listeners want to listen to my show, coopertalk.net is uh, 540 episodes. I'll be tra- uh, posting Tracy Guns tomorrow, who was one of the founders of Guns and Roses. <coughs> the website stopassault.com and Twitter is at coopertalk. And uh, where can people go to find your cookbook? Um, and how much are you selling it for? Stopthesalt.com. It's 9.99 plus 3.99 shipping. And if they but they can get it at Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com, but if they get it directly through Stop the Salt, I will sign it and I will send it. I send them a nice encouraging message on it. They, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have to mention. Question. You have to mention Cave Crew Radio, and he'll sign it. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Steve, have, have you got any thoughts on low sodium salt? Do I what? Have any thoughts on low sodium salt? Do you have any thoughts on low sodium salt? You gotta get used to the way he talks. I, you know what? My cardiologist said, "Don't even use it." You know, I mean, you can use it. I mean, if you, if I, if, if I would rather reduce the salt I use. I use, as I said, Mrs. Dash is great. It's a non, it's a no sodium uh, seasoning. They have all different uh, flavors. But yeah, I, I the people do have that near salt. You know what? I would just rather cut it in half than use something that's not regular salt. That's just me. Is use it? the real thing, but just use it sparingly. Yeah, exactly. When it needs it. A lot of stuff doesn't need it. And it's weird is when you start not using salt, when you get something with a lot of salt, you're like, holy crap, this is a lot yeah. of salt. Isn't, yeah. isn't using sea salt like a healthy alternative? Sea salt's better than regular salt, yes. The sea salt is better. I mean, we have that in the house. I said when Joanne moved out here, I didn't even have salt in the house. So we had to go get salt. So, so sea salt... Well, anyway. Sea salt is better than salt. Yeah, sea salt, sea salt is better than regular salt. Before I let you go, uh, Coop, uh, Stu, yeah. I want you to say sea salt is better than salt ten times. <laughs> oh. Do you want me to say that today? Sea salt is better sea than salt. salt. Sea salt is better than salt. Sea salt is better than salt. Sea salt is better than salt. Is that three times? Is that enough? Yeah, that's enough. I'll close you on. Just so you know, tell the people uh, you can find me, Steve Cooper, at Facebook. Because if I'm not on a movie set or doing something, I will. I usually go live sometimes on Saturday. I try to do this sun this Saturday. Me and Joanna Grant for sushi. So I, I probably won't be live, but uh, Sunday I try to do Cooper on the stoop. I usually go nine nine thirty east uh, west coast time. I sit on the stoop uh, up near the the little store in my corner, and people stop by and we talk. So they can find me there too. They can find me on Facebook. It's and I gotta tell you, folks, um, not to uh, negate the show by any means. Um, the show is is fantastic. Cooper Talk is the name of the show, CooperTalk.net. But um, if you can get uh, Coop on Facebook Live, I have I have I still have five hundred friends left. So I have like forty five hundred. I don't. Uh, there you I've been go. So uh, hashtag uh, Cave Crew Radio. Uh, add Coop, and and you can get it on Facebook Live because it, it's a lot of fun. I'll sit there, I'm having my coffee or whatever I'm doing, and I'll I'll text him, and um, he has a lot of fun. Yeah, it's all good. So anyway, I, I want I want I want to thank you guys for letting me call in. Uh, and I have just fun. sent you a friend request there, Steve. 
This okay, is cool, great. Because uh, I'm usually the host. You know, I host three episodes a week. I never get to be the guest, and it was fun being the guest. So, so and we good. we appreciate it. I mean, we're a little bit off the wall, and um, we're just three guys that work really hard, and we like hanging out once a week. That's all you got to do, man. So yeah, so remember at Cooper Talk, CooperTalk.net. Stop the salt. Add me on Facebook and look for Cooper when I go live, and it's a fun time, and I just ramble and have fun. It's a blast. All right, Coop, we'll, uh, hey, uh, maybe we'll have you back. I would love to come back. You just tell me when. All right. See you, brother. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Appreciate it. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, special guest this week. Uh, we didn't cover as many topics as we, uh, as we normally do, but uh, Steve Cooper from yeah, Burbank, great. California. What do you guys think? He was great. I ain't giving up no fucking salt, though. I'll tell you that right now. I I can't. I don't know. I gave up smoking. Can I keep salt? Yes, but I mean, even I do most of the cooking, like I said. But my wife is a wonderful cook. But how was it, hon? It just needs a little bit of salt. Things are. I think anyone that can write a cookbook on low salt. And sell it is laughing all the way to the bank. Well, maybe that's always, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Is. Very talented guys, though. Uh, in all seriousness, folks, you should go listen to his shows. He, he interviews a lot of really, uh, a lot of really cool people. Not to take away what we do. We have a lot of fun. So next week, uh, maybe we'll do some uh, Florida. <laughs> we're just going to keep promising Florida each week. See Listen, what happens. we were getting reviewed tonight. We needed a big guest. That's right. No, I agree. We didn't need Stu blacking out at the 10 minute mark. I think it helped tremendously. <laughs> Stu, are you okay? I'm all right. We've got about five minutes here, and, and, and we didn't do our usual opening uh, banter. Um,. I just want to make sure you're okay, because, like, I've never seen a camera uh, flip over sideways. And if you want to see it, folks, you got to go to the Cave Crew Radio uh, YouTube page. Just search Cave Crew Radio, it'll be there. And all of a sudden, I, I don't know, Big B, because I've got a lot of things going on at the same time. But all I saw was, I, I, I literally thought I saw the, 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 the camera go diagonally. <laughs> And then black. I, I, I was getting ready to read the, the Satan story, and I just hear this basically like, you know, you were grabbing at your computer and fell down all at the same time. And I looked down at your camera, and everything was black. So you just, didn't really see it. See, I saw it. I, I, I didn't see it. Because I'm watching. And, and, and it, again, look, I'm in a very unstable chair right now. My chair has wheels. So if I had a few too many, um, I'd be liable to, to, to make a slip and fall. But Stu was in this big, and what did he call it? The fucking parlor? The sitting room. The sitting room. Oh, he's in the parlor now. He's in the parlor now. Yeah. That's right. So he's in the sitting room. There's no way you could fall out of that fucking chair. <laughs> Stu found a way. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? You're gonna, he's going to end up being off work for three weeks now. <laughs> You say that. 
You are, aren't you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> but you have it, and, and it's all on video, so he can just prove it to his boss. He can just say, here, look, watch. I'm going to make a special uh, clip. I, I, I was talking about these guys, to these guys, by the way, folks, that we're going to do like a special 15-minute uh, cave crew for all you people that are way too busy. And if you're listening right now, obviously you're not going to listen to the 15-minute one because you're an hour and a half in. But um, I am going to do a video clip for YouTube of, 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 of Stu's blackout. <laughs> I'm going to get my editing software, and I'm telling you, the, 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 the camera went fucking crooked, and everything went black. It was, the, it was, it was like the night Chicago died. <laughs> I'm worried about you, Stu. We're, we're no, not I'm that gonna, young. We're not I'm these young little... We're not these young little Xbox Live players anymore. Oh, it was almost like I could just envision as Stu was trying to fix whatever he was fixing him, grabbing his chest and just collapsing just, from heart everything, failure. Everything I'm just black. really pleased that everyone called an ambulance for me. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know what to do. I'm trying to run a show. I said, to, if you go back and listen, I think I said to Big B, should I call 911? Well, you could have phoned my mum or something, you know? Looked her uh, up. What's the, what's the 911 equivalent in England? 999. 999. 999. they got to make it simple. Right, but yeah, but we'd have to, like, here in the U.S., I'd have to call, I'd have to say 011-44-999. It's too many digits. To yeah. You've got to be kidding easier me. just to sit down and laugh. You've got to be kidding me. Over, uh, over here, we dial 911. Yeah, here, here too. Oh. But if I was going to call... Oh, nine one one in England. Not the England version of of nine one one, which is nine nine nine. I'd have to dial the country code. Yes, and then the the, the four four four, which is England. It's just too many too many digits. And to, you'd to, have to pass a security check. He would have been long I, gone. I'd rather just watch the screen turn black and laugh. Now I don't know if I was the only one thinking this because we got to wrap things up soon here, Chris. But uh, what I was thinking is, I thought it was that one legged bitch. That <laughs> broke in his house. The fucking Aborigine? Yeah. Go back to episode, uh, and again, this is 2016. You got to go back to 2015 when Stu had that girl that, that, that he peed in her underwear drawer and vomited in her fish tank and did all the Aborigine's girl with the detachable leg. What was that like, Stu, before we go? When she yes. took her leg off, was there something sensual about it, or it's not for everyone's taste? Like, what, uh, what were you? Did, did you almost lose the erection, or no? Oh no, 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 no! She's no. like, "Excuse me, I got to take my leg off right now." I think it's the opposite. No, she, you, you got more excited <laughs> by it. Ooh, it's sexy. It's not every day you get someone with one leg, is it? Just imagine you go upstairs right now, Big B, and, and your wife says to you, "Excuse me, I'm gonna I'm gonna dislocate from the knees." <laughs> you want to take my oak leg somewhere? You want to wrap my stump? <laughs> oh. Is it easier? Is it is it easier to throw them around? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say it's easy as throwing them around, but, but I, you know what? I, you know what I would have done? I would have stopped. As soon as she took the fucking thing off, I would have stopped, and I would have thrown down Twister. 
<laughs> and I would have said left leg blue. <laughs> Figure that one out, bitch. <laughs> All right, let's go to the chat room while we're still talking here. Is there anybody in chat? Yeah, we got Uncle Albert, and we've got like five people on YouTube. Like YouTube is blowing up; they love watching us. Um, sorry, three on YouTube, and we also have forty-four on TuneIn. Well, they won't be able to contact us, but uh, anyway, um, what's the name of the show? And while we're giving you a chance to uh, plug in your thoughts before we go to any of our hosts, just imagine that, Stu. You could have said, left limb blue. (laughs) (laughs) A twister party with a fucking Aborigines fucking (laughs) amputee. I'm sorry, folks. Don't report me. That was the other thing that was really funny. Coop's like, you guys got better be very careful with your ass picks. Uh, how'd you play this little piggy, Stu? <laughs> <laughs> he brought the foot right up to her eyes. <laughs> look, look at it. This little piggy. He took it off the fucking... Look at it. I'm so sorry if there's any disabled people listening right now. If I'm uh, stable, I would have had a disabled badge by now, wouldn't I? Uncle, the parks, anywhere. Oh, fuck. Left foot blue. Um, Uncle Albert says the one-legged demon show. Let's go over to, uh, we always go to Stu. Let's go to Queens. What do you got? Uh, I say uh, Stu's concussion in the sitting room. Stu's concussion in the sitting room. Over to you, England. I've got after school with Satan and the saucy Steve. Okay, see, now, we, we, we usually we're all very close together. But we're going to have to talk about this because mine is a hat, a hot dog, and a pretzel. What? Don't what show was you listening to? Don't you remember when he, when he said that? When yeah. he got his first a hat, a hot dog, and a pretzel. All, all, uh, yeah, in some cart over in, in New York. Yeah. All right, so let's go through this one more time. Uh, Big B, what was it again? Uh, mine was Stu's concussion in the sitting room. I gotta write this down. Stu, what was yours? I've got after school with Satan and the salty Steve. I think you went a little long, long with that, but and I've got a hat, a hot dog, and a pretzel. I and I Albert like, says uh, a, a, a demon attacks Stu. <laughs> I like uh, I like stews uh, uh, after school with Satan and Salty Steve. Yeah, right. okay. let me write that down. After okay. school with Satan and Salty Steve. 
Alright. You guys got it. You always win in the end. Alright, kids. It's that time. Uh, we got to check out of here. We'll be back next week. Uh, we're planning some new things you're going to hear about. Watch me on uh, Facebook Live. There may be some uh, episodes that you can only get via subscription. But I'll let you know. Uh, I don't even know if I have the Cave Crew outro. There it is. All right, boys, say goodbye. Hey, don't forget to listen to uh, uh, Metal Thunder Radio Monday nights live, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on Cave Crew Radio and on Nuclear Rock Radio. And uh, what's your replay time? 10 on? Uh, every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on 102.7 WSNR.com. Right. And we are live every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Cave Crew Radio. And also live, well, not live, but we are also on replay on the podcast radio network at 8 o'clock on Saturday nights. Say goodnight, boys. Later. Good night. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! Shut!